down, I'm holding you tight. Nothing can separate me from your love. Nothing can take me away from you. So I let go, let go, let go. Because today you might be good and today you might not be good. But, you know, we hope that, you know, from, from our conversation on today, from the words that are spoken, that you become good and you you walk away with something good. Amen. And you're listening to Fridays with Ty. Hey, sis, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You had a good you, the week you went good so far? Um, It's been a week. It went by pretty fast, I guess I could say. But it's definitely been a week. Um, I'm thankful it's coming to an end. I understand what you mean. I'm <laughs> so, but I've enjoyed my week so far. I I can't complain. I'm really. I don't know. I'm just in a a mood where it's like I don't want to complain. I can, but I don't want to. So I'm really trying my hardest not to be a complainer um, and to see the bright side in all situations, but to express myself and find new ways to express myself. So it doesn't always sound like I'm nagging or complaining, but that I can get my point across. And I thank God that he's keeping me because honestly, it's only him who's keeping me. And I don't want to vent about situations that are out of my control um so i'm keeping that positive mindset to where i'm asking god fix me you know when a situation happens um where i i can't do anything about the other person i'm like okay god fix me fix me so that this situation can be better Fix me so that our communication can be clear. Fix me so that we can get the job done together instead of um, that competition that I feel. Because like I always tell anybody, I don't want your job. I want the job that's for me. So you keep your job and do whatever it is that you had planned and destined to do before I came around because my job is not that. You know? Um, God gave me my own skill and talent and um motivation or you know passion or whatever it is and I'm gonna go after that uh to the best of my ability and I'm not gonna let anybody stop me um not this time around not even myself and so that's why when you ask me 
how my week's been, I can say, you know what, it's been good. I'm I'm glad it's coming to an end because it's been a long week, very busy, but it's been a good week and I'm going to continue to have good weeks from here on out. Did I get everything done? No. Are there still, still things lingering on my list that need to be done that are probably very important? Yes. But at the end of this week, do I feel good about my attitude, my demeanor, um, my tone, my tongue? my everything yes yes I will say I do because I've been trying my hardest to stay balanced trying my hardest to say in God's word trying my hardest to um not be in the ebbs and not to come to the ebbs and flows of life um but to be steady and I'm thankful that God alone is keeping me steady. The Lord is keeping me steady because I know I can't do that on my own. So I'm, I'm good. Um, and your week? I mean, I can I can relate and understand what you're saying. You know, um, it's just funny how different tests come up and different situations come up for you know, um, things that have happened before come about again. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you handle it differently. Yeah. And, and, you know, you say, God fixed me. It's like, you know, when the situation came about, you know, I'm just like, you know, God, continue to, to continue to do what you're doing in me. Continue to, you know, ca- you know, have me in a place of healing. Continue to have me in a place of strength. Continue to have me in a place of power and authority. Continue to have me in a place of, you know, not looking back or going back to, you know, to, to, to the old ways or the old things. Like, because I'm not refused to handle anything the way I used to handle it, when I see it that way, it's like, you truly have to be in a place to, you know, like, you know, okay, yeah, it was a busy week, but, you know, I'm thankful the week is over, but it's still, you know, a good thing still happening this week for me. Still, blessings still came about, lessons were still learned, things still happened. Was it a long week? Yes, but, you know, at the end of the day, you're looking at it from a different perspective, and, you know, and, you're, and that's how you continuously grow. And then those people that look at you, or you know they they're intimidated by you thinking you know uh you know thinking that you're there for this spot and the whole time i'm just here to do the job i'm supposed to do that's the real agenda but mm-hmm. people light you know when you have a light when we have light on us and, and and people see that they that light no it, it can it can shine in more than one spot you understand yes. so intimidated and they feel some type of way and they think like oh you want my spot flash like you know don't take one take yeah. back five heartbeat type of moment and you like I'm not even here about that I'm here about my father's business and you're tripping you understand what I'm saying this is like where's the God in that at? you know mm-hmm. it, it was like you, you gotta sometimes you gotta be there to teach people something and and and, and it gets you to a place of being humble it gets you to a place to get understanding some people will see it some people will miss it but some people will get it you know what I mean so it's just like you it, it light and you can't you can't dim it you know you've done that much of your life. I've done that for too much of my life. So many people have done that. We've dimmed our life for other people to make them comfortable in our presence. Yeah. And we're uncomfortable in the room. You know what I'm saying? But we're making sure everybody else is comfortable while we're uncomfortable in the room full of people. That's right. No, now I'm going to set healthy boundaries, but I'm going to have God continue to fix me so I can be a better me, so I can show you a better way. You know, at the same time, but I'm going to still lay my healthy boundaries and lay down the law and, and be about my father's business. I don't got time for that. I don't have time for nothing else but that. 
and I'm going to show you better than I can tell you. And 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 because God is going to do it, you know, and and that's what it's about. So it's just like people got to understand that, see that they're like, no, I'm not, I'm no longer am I making everybody else comfortable while I'm uncomfortable in a room full of people. That's that's live. You're not a people pleaser. You you, you listen, God, I want to please. Yeah. Yeah, I've gotten away from um wanting to please people to pleasing God, you know, wanting to please God, but at the same time doing what's right for me. I, I used to think that people, just ordinary people, regular people, everyday people were hard people to please. Mm. And I'm saying it like that because I'm because I want to separate what I'm about to say. But the people in the church are even harder, okay? Yeah. And I said it for me because I grew up in church. I went to church. And you know, you, 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 these people are always looking for these things to come out of you. They're always trying to put you in this place or want you to dress like this or be like that or talk like that or, you know, get the Holy Spirit like this or, you know, da da da, da. You always and want to control your relationship and your walk and, your, and everything that you do. And it's just like, no, and no matter what you did, it wasn't, it, it wasn't good yeah. enough. Yeah. Think, oh my God, I'll be damn to hell. Like, you're just like, wow. You just, I'm just completely just shunned. <laughs> I'm a person that's broken and fallen, but because y'all don't know, you're misguided. You're jacking my life up. Mm. And so, say so. It's our responsibility, you know, when you come into a to house and God sends you someplace to work, for nobody else to get to operate in a spirit of offense mm. or to you know, fear. Just we operating in love. We been able to do the work for a kingdom. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not here about me. This isn't about. It's not about me. It's not about my position. It's what God is doing. In a body, it's, it's what was needed and was necessary at the time for a body to heal or to, to go to the next level. So if that's what that's what I do. But if you in that, if you working for the kingdom and you're working in a building, you're for, for the body and you working for God. My thing is, you gotta be in a place that you take what you do seriously. It's about your your prayer life gotta go up. Your, you know your worship life gotta go up. Your your your, your study and time. You really have to be in a different place where you set apart, where you really get to understand it because your faith is different because you realize it's, it's deeper than this. And we got to get people to a better place. We don't want people to be lost like we were lost. We don't want people to be treated like we were treated. So instead of allowing you to feel alone, okay. lost, or, you know what I'm saying, in a room full of people, I'm going to show you how you're going to serve God, please God, and still set healthy boundaries with the people. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's necessary because people will jack you up. Church people are hard to please. Yeah. And I try to please you. And then I don't need to please you. Well, I think people in general, I mean, we say church people because, you know, they sometimes are the hardest to please. But I think people in general are, uh, I, I see why you separate it, but um, I mean, let's talk about people at our job. We try to fit in and we try to people please, you know, at our job and, and make things easier for people we work around with so that we don't have any conflict or resistance. And they're going to be offended by your light no, no matter where you are. No matter if you're in the church, no matter if you're at work, no matter if you're in the grocery store, no matter if you're walking down the street. If someone sees your light and it offends them and it shines on their brokenness, it shines on their darkness, they're going to be offended if they don't know how to handle it. If they don't know how to uh, seek God, if they don't know that, that, that light 
shining on their darkness is only to show them where where they need to to put the work in. Absolutely. But I'm saying what I'm saying is like very that's very true in the world, but it's even harder and more hurtful when you when you when you when you're going to a place where you're going to a place to be healed, when you're going to a place where you're believing that you're going to work for a kingdom together with people and that you know people are loving people and, and when you see this difference and you're mm-hmm. getting different, it's hurtful. And mm-hmm. and, and people really understand they, they get it. They get the concept, the miscon- they have a misconception because they don't know how to separate the person that was mean or hurtful or nasty or well per- you know, okay. it turns them away from God. And that's the that's the hurtful part about it. It's like, and it's like, you know, the fact that other people you see it happen and we gotta stop it. We're you gonna keep preaching about the souls, but at the same time, we keep losing them. So it, at some point, we gotta get like we, we're not here to dim anybody's light. To 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 cover anybody else's light, to be jealous of anybody's light, but we also do light. God is the light; is in us. It's supposed to shine for everybody. It's not just for you or for me. And it's not that your light shine better than mine. You might be at a different level in your light and your walk than I'm at. But the point of the matter, my light still shining, and I'm not going to be upset with you or be. A- and my thing is that we have to get better. If we we talk about these kind of things and discuss it more. I think there will be a better healing because we could be honest with each other. And people could, and some people could be enlightened and not realize they were they were even that way. You understand? Yeah. And, and but it's just like, but we don't we don't address these things. And then sometimes when we do address it, we dress it in such a negative way, it makes the people even more upset or give them more of an attitude because now they're, they're even more in the spirit of offense instead of the, our delivery being in love and being a teaching place. You understand? So it's like we can do it. We just got to do it to figure out do it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I I think I view I view church a little bit differently um I guess now in this stage of my life than I did uh before. I'm not coming to church for anybody but God. I'm literally stepping foot in the in the in the building in the sanctuary to do work for God and serve and um you know worship and praise but i do most of my worship and praising at home you know i do um i want to study i want to hear what the preacher has to say i want to hear what god has given him um her him whoever um you know the bible study the fasting and the praying and all of the stuff collectively with a community of people because um i feel like that's how you edify um yourself and edify the body you know it's about working together but i i I choose not to look at people other than they are broken. We are all broken. We are all coming to this place. So I'm not going to be offended. I'm going to, I'm going to handle you and deal with you as you come. If you show me this, you are, then this is who you are inside the church and outside the church. And I'm, I'm going to just choose to believe that. I think that it comes a time where we, when we step into the the church, we think that people are this whole other person. When they're showing you exactly who they are, we just choose not to believe it because we want them to change so quickly, or we want them to to be what we see them to be right then and there, and they're not. And I think that's where offense comes because. I'm coming in the church and I'm thinking because like for example, because you're the um uh, your pastor's aide that you are 
you know, the best person in the world when really you have a salty attitude. But that's just you. You get the job done, but you got a salty attitude. So I'm going to handle you as you have a salty attitude with loving and kind, loving kindness and gentleness and meekness and, you know what I mean? The fruits of the spirit. I'm going to handle you in that way because you need that. Exactly, but that's but that's also part of the assignment of why you're being sent there. Because you are you because you have matured in your walk, because you have matured in your relationship, because you at a totally different level. You know what I'm saying? That God can send you to these places to do these kind of things. And even when he was growing you, he still was sending you and using you to do those kind of things to to, to handle people with with care, you know what I'm saying, and love and showing the genuineness of it so they can see what that looks like because sometimes the example is missing from there. So somebody has to be sent in to show it, you know, to teach it to somebody, to help somebody get to understand that. What is the point of the matter is like, if we want more of it, will be addressed and we discuss it in more in this particular way instead of not doing that, you know what I mean? Like if we understand it, like we, we talk about it for a minute, but we don't show it. We'll yeah. teach We'll preach it, but we don't show it. And that's the problem. There's all these words being spoken, but no action is being put forth. The, the genuineness. People, you can preach a word about love, but people can see you have a, a, have a dark heart. Yeah. People can see you're not genuine. People can see that, you know, you know, they just like you just mean just me sincerely, or you know, you just you just depressed, or you know, people can see certain things. In you and you know and you just will draw but that's the point of we address these things and we can handle these things and recognize that there are different problems in the church there are broken people in the church there are hurt people in the church there's all these different there's people who really truly don't understand what it means to walk by faith and not by sight they mm -hmm. just i know when i recite it i say it no it means that okay it's not no matter what my situation is no matter what my life is going through no matter what i'm walking by the faith and believing what god has said if he, if he promised me to be, or he told me this, or he spoke to me, he showed it to me, I'm trusting God in the faith of that, and I'm operating only in what he's saying. That's it. No, I started off with, with what I started off with a mustard seed that he gave me, but I knew it had to grow. It had to go. So that I had to put the work in and grow and become this better person. So when my faith is building my character, going through those things, but still walking my faith, trusting in those things, believing in what God has said, and operating who you called you to be, and then you showing other people how to do that. But and that's why it's so important that we we have to raise up and speak the truth, but also we have to be mindful of what looks godly and is not. Yeah. So discernment is important, and that's why important, you know those that really know who really teach and to teach the truth the right way, so people can be alert and be aware and understand and recognize the attack. And you know what I'm saying to be to be more quicker to it, to be more alert to it. And if you do that, and we start and we start becoming healed as a body, then we can get the people to see it, and they won't be so so quick to always come down on the church because they, they look at us like they look at this they look at it like it's a joke. Yeah. And that's hurtful to me because when they really look at you look at my God is not my God is not a joke. Mm -hmm. Something about him and now he got a sense of humor, but he's not a joke ever. Mm -hmm. He's real like you know what I'm saying he's genuine he's honest and I don't like to say that because I know what he's done in my life and for my life and what I bear witness in some other people's lives that he allowed me to be privileged to at their particular seasons in their life, whether it was a hardship whether it was something, but I saw the movement and the hand of God in it. You understand? So in those things, I can't help but acknowledge that he's real. He's not a joke. He's genuine. And what he says is true. And what he'll do for you, he'll really do. So my thing is, yes, is, is it my job to, to speak about it? Yes. Is it my job to be honest about it? Yes. Is it my job to teach and love? Absolutely. Yeah. 
not my job to hold on to it. It's not my job to be high and mighty. It's not, it's not my job to collect and fight for a title. It's it's my job to 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 get educated, to study myself, to study to show myself unapproved unto God, and then go out there and spread forth the gospel as He intended for me to to help build up the discipleship. That's mm -hmm. what it's supposed to do but when we come in and somebody come in and you you automatically feel threatened by a position that maybe you weren't supposed to be in that position in the first place you know and i'm just using this as an example not saying that just because you could be a good dancer doesn't mean you're, 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 you're that's your gift in in, in in the ministry that's, that's not true you can move your body but where's the anointing where's the anointing yeah so this is you could be a great dancer, and I don't knock you for being a great dancer. But is it is it anointing on it? Is is there something on it that's going to do something that's going to break something on people? Is it going to do something that's going to do? Is it going to be a bring forth a movement? Is going to help forth, bring forth the presence? Like you, is it is it that? Because if it's not that, then th this is why you have the attitude. This is why you're nervous. This is why you a little shaky about your position because it's where that we should be. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Cause I was listening to a, a a webinar today, and you know they were really just talking about finding your avenue, finding what you really want to do, and going after that and doing that. You know, you can go to school for this and go to school for that because that's what you know people told you that you were good at and that you can, you're you know you can make money with or whatever you know you thought it was your your passion and then you actually start doing the work and you're like no nah, this ain't i never want to do this ever again like i can do it but i don't ever want to do it again um but we really have to just hear god's word and in our for our lives and and agree with it to know that this is what you're called to do this is what you're supposed to do so yes i agree with you 100 you're absolutely right just like you could you could sing i can sing but is my calling to be up and do a choir and praise and worship and all? no no totally different i can do it you know what i mean and if 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 god needs me to do it at that moment i will do it but is it something i'm passionate about that i i, I want to do no no I do it with my whole heart, my whole body, my whole spirit, my whole mind. You know what I mean? All that other stuff, but it's not something that I want to do every week. But don't people, how people do this all the time? Because you're good at something, they try to position at it. I, I could, I'm good at a lot of things. That means that's I, that's what I'm supposed to be doing because I'm good at something. Right. You, know, maybe I'm supposed to be doing this, and it connects to that. That's exactly. why. The big picture, but you're just so focused on that thing that I'm good at, and you're trying to run with that and say that's my ministry. Wait a minute. I know, I know. Yeah. Telling me, oh well, no, you're gonna get there. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Like, how, how? If I'm not operating what he's telling me, and you have this thing, I'm good at this, but it's for a bigger reason. Right. It's a, it's a, this is just a this is just a snippet. This is compared to nothing to what I'm supposed to be doing. This is for later. I'm good at this because it's, it's preparing me for later. It's, it's, it's going to add to, it's going to take a, a whole bunch of things that I'm good at, but it's all preparation for, for later. Yeah. Not that one thing or those two things that you're supposed to say, oh, this is your gift thing. No. And, and, and that's how we mess it up. And this is what I'm saying. And God's like, no, we got to put people in their rightful positions. You know, we got to really make them understand who you are and God and who God is in you and what he has in you and, and help pull it out of you, help you to recognize it, help you believe it.
and help you utilize what it is that God has given you so other people can get it. Because mm-hmm. you know, if we just fight it because we don't think that we're worthy because we we did some we had we had a hard life, we made some bad choices, we made some bad mistakes, and we don't do it. We don't live our life right. Or you have somebody who look like church or who look like you know who mm-hmm. look to God like you made you feel less than nothing because you wasn't you know living your life the way they thought you should be living it yeah and and that's what those are the things that have broken people but now it's also that you we, we have people you're old enough to be accountable and responsible to learn to know and to build to get a relationship it's not too long. there you go we coming out of that brokenness amen yeah mm-hmm. 20 or 80. If you still got breath in your body, you have time to turn that thing. You know what I mean? You have time to to give to 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 to, to grow and to to no longer to get all those things to break those things off you that don't belong and to operate in what you're supposed to be. To no longer be in a place of nastiness or bitterness or brokenness or sadness and be in a place of, of reaping joy. You know what I'm saying? Walking in love, sharing love, being happy, truly getting what it is you're supposed to have, that God wanted you to have. And you, you know, don't waste no more time. You still got breath in your body. Let's get this thing going. That's right. That's right. You, you never, you, you never too old for God. Yeah, that's the beautiful part about it. And probably bring us out of brokenness. We just have to put that work in. Yeah, and but and, and we need we need more we need more genuine examples to step up to to show that to no. show other that people are visual learners. I need to see it. That's right. That's right. Uh, Explain it to me. How how do I come out of my brokenness? How do I how do I come out of my depression? How do I come up out of this? How do I? And my first step is always to say, listen, I put on a song. I put on a a song that I know will inspire me. And if that song don't work. Well, I mean, one, I pray because I'm like, God help me. You know, that's that's really what it where it starts. It's like, okay, God, I need help. I need help. I can't do this anymore. I need help. It's the first step. It's to admit. It's like AA. Isn't the first step in AA is to admit that you have a problem? First step out of brokenness. First step out of out of pain, suffering is to admit there is a problem. And then once I admit that there is a problem, I'm seeking the person who I know who can help me with that problem, God. And while I may not see it or feel it or, um, yeah, see it or feel it, I'm going to believe it. I'm going to believe that he's going to bring me out, that God is going to bring me out. God is going to show me my out. Yeah. Then I'm going to put on a song, read a scripture. Then throughout the day, I'm going to keep my mind stayed on God, stayed on the Lord, stayed on the word, pumping it into my system over and over and over and over again until I start to feel some feel different. And I'm gonna make sure I get into a into into a church or get around people who wise counsel, like I always say, people who know the word, people who can encourage you, people who can pour into you. Because in your darkest times, you need people around you who are going to pour into you. But they can pour into you all they want. You got to be willing to receive that help and support. It's the basis. I have a problem. I'm broken. But you have to make up in your mind, are you willing to seek support? Are you willing to get the help that you need in order to come up out of that dark place? Well, I think that's because a trust thing has to be built up because it's, yeah. it's hard. 
anybody to, you know, to just surrender, you know, you, yeah. you, you figured you, you, God is your savior, you know, he, he created you. If you can't surrender to him, yeah. somebody else, it's, it's scary, you know, it's, it's about a trust thing because when you do do it and you've done it, you know, um, you, you know, next, you know, you left hurt, you know, you left sad and you left disappointed, you're left betrayed. So it's hard. Trust is a hard thing. And, you know, we have to learn to really understand what it is and, you know, recognize who's really for us and who's against us. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. That's that willingness to give help. The willingness to be a support. So you are absolutely right. We need more people who are less about themselves and more about God's mission, more about discipleship, more about drawing people in. And it's like no, 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 no one, no one, no one wants you to focus on your struggle. Right. But you want them to see the way out. You want them to understand it. But at the same time, we need to acknowledge the struggle that somebody's in. That's the truth. And we can't say, oh, well, don't say it because if you say it, it's going to be. We we need to acknowledge what somebody's going through so we can deal with it and we can get to the root of it and get it out of here. You know what I'm saying? We can't not discuss it, but we have to discuss it and 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 not you know ignore it. But we so they can get what they need. Amen. That's the part about it. That's what it's all about. It's like, you know, God God is really love. And and he, he just also love to show it. What's what is so why is that so hard? Do you see how hard it is for people to love? Do you see how hard it is for people to be committed? I like in relationships. And I, I look at all these different things and I'm like, and this is exactly how it is with us with God. It's always hard. It's a struggle with the relationship because we make it so complicated and more than what it needs to be. And then we put ourselves in these positions. But if we just will have that, if we get to understand it so he can really show us what love is, the love wouldn't be so hard. It wouldn't be so complicated. It wouldn't be so hurtful. You know, and we really just did it genuinely in the practice of it. And then more people showed it instead of being afraid to show it or instead of being so caught up, like, well, I don't want to show it first because if I show it first and they don't show it back, you know, you worried about somebody not going to give it back to you. It's just like, you just got to make sure you're giving it to the right people the right way at the right time. Yeah, I mean, yes. But also, you show love because that's what we're supposed to do. No matter if you receive it back or not, I'm still gonna love you. Un- that's that unconditional love. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, and only God can really give that. I I do believe that that only God can give unconditional love. Um, but we can try. Daily, it's a, it's a daily, it's a daily work. Anything you do, serving God, it's a daily work. It's a daily practice. Everything that you do. You're not going to be perfect every day. Absolutely not. Am I perfect? No. Yeah, me neither. Practice to do better. Every day, I, I I try to love a little better. I try I try to show love another way. I try to be an example of some type of way. Every day, I try to put God's work, his word into my into the plan. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and, to, and see it in my life. I, I put it out there. Whatever it is, every day I'm doing something to stay in that particular place, making sure my, you know, Working on my mindset. Oh, nope, I got to keep my trajectory on this. I got to keep my mindset on this. Not going on that. It's not going to do it. I'm going to do it this way. Stay on, stay in tune with God. Stay in line with that thing. It's a daily practice. Some days are harder than others, but the point of the matter is I put it into practice daily. Just like you got people who go to the gym every day. People right. pr- practice or they put it into practice. They eat healthy every day. It's the same thing. You put it into practice. You want to be a better you. Put it into practice with your mindset being different, being healed and being delivered and letting God do the things that he needs to do. Put into practice, allowing your relationship to grow. Like, you know, that you're getting closer and closer with him, that it's, it's starting to become 
easier for you to hear her. It's easier for you to become obedient. It's easier for you to resist the temptation. It's, it's easier for you to, to recognize, you know, certain things. It's easier for you, yet you're more alert because of the fact of the matter, you're doing it differently. You stepped away from the things and, and, and people and you, and you stepped into God and then you got in tune with that. And then when you get into that alignment, like I said, when you're in that place and then you come into a room with your light, some people just like, oh, you, you either get the, uh-oh, she here. Uh -huh. <laughs> you get others, what she doing here? You know, uh -huh. you get all these different, you get, uh, you got all, or you get the, oh, thank God she's here. Like, yes. you get different types of, when, when, you, when your light steps into a room. I agree. I agree. I like that analogy a lot. Cause that's really, that's really how it is. It's like, oh, she's here. Or, oh, she's here. Or yeah, she's here. Woo. You know, it, it, that's a great analogy. Cause that's how, how people view people. You got some people who love you and some people who hate you. Some people who are in the middle, some people who don't care, you know, like it's, but you, you gotta know who you are in God. You got to believe in yourself. You got to believe that you're worthy. You got to believe that you, you deserve to take up space. You deserve the healing that you're searching for. You deserve to come up out of brokenness and bitterness and depression and anxiety. You, you are worthy of that. You're worthy to create those boundaries and have them respected. You're worthy to, to be happy and have joy. Yes. You're worthy of, of of to 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 give love, receive love, and know what love is. Like you're worthy of all those things. People and the people don't understand that you you're worthy to be forgiven. Yes. You're worthy to be forgiven. Yes. Yes. And that's what it all boils down to. And that's what God. That's all God wants us to understand. Yeah. He really just wants us to believe Him and stop believing a lie. He wants us to to be who we're supposed to be. And and if if, if you be a younger person showing an older person who's been in this walk a little bit longer, but you're, but they still don't know. And you got to come be that light to show them that your light shine. You mm -hmm. can't don't get, we don't, we don't no longer do we do our light because people are uncomfortable. That's right. That's right, girl. I'm going to shine bright. I'm going to shine bright like a diamond. I know that's controversial right now, but I always say I'm going to shine bright like a diamond. Shine. And don't let nothing stop you from doing that. Shine, shine. Yeah, let it shine let it shine let it shine just you're tired of fighting against yourself and you're tired of fighting against god and and you really into a place of of, of really wanting to have a relationship and having a freedom and you know being healed and having things in your life reconciled and just where you can have a strength and you can have a place and a pace of peace and get understanding and get that love that you've always been searching for but never been able to find you know this is an opportunity where you know the person that can give you all this is God and and this is an opportunity you know and and I pray that it don't be your last opportunity but if it's an opportunity that you desire to take for today and you desire to recognize for yourself that you want to build up your character and, and you want to see that you really are resilient, you really are strong, and that God really has something in you. And just see in your life that you are worthy. You are worth the love. You are worth the call on your life. There's, God has greater for you. And, and no matter what the enemy tries to say 
to, you know, God loves you and, and he cares for you and he has a need of you. Uh, you know, I just ask if you've never said it before that, you know, you say it with me, dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm sinner. I'm godly sorry. I ask that you come into your life and heal my life. Be the head of my life. Cover me, heal me, cleanse me. I believe that you had a son and his name was Jesus and that he 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 was he lived and he died and he raised for me. And I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful for you being ahead of my life and coming to my life and making me new and washing me in Jesus name. Amen. And I pray that if you said that for the first time that God comes into your life and he does something new and that you find what it is that you need and he leads you to the proper church home to be embodied by the people if you don't have one. God love you and God bless you. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Fridays with Ty on Shift the Narrative Podcast. Listen, I pray one day you'll see the need to shift the narrative in your mind. Not for anyone else, but for yourself. Because you are worth it. I am thankful and grateful for each and every one of you that has joined us today and every day. As always, I'm your host and fellow freedom fighter, Tyria. We will see you again. And thanks for listening to Fridays with Todd on Shift the Narrative podcast. Be free, y'all. Be free.